Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before I get started on the, uh, the speech that I have, um, I want to acknowledge all the lives that was lost Sunday morning. Alyssa Altabelli, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Ara Zabanya, Gianna Bryant, and Kobe Bryant. Now, I got something um, written down. You know, they asked me to kind of stay on course or whatever the case may be, but Laker Nation, man, I would be selling y'all short if I read off this shit, so I'm going to go straight from the heart. The first thing that comes to mind, man, is all about family. And as I look around this arena, we're all grieving. We're all hurt. We're all heartbroken. But when we're going through things like this, the best thing you can do is lean on the shoulders of your family. And from Sunday morning all the way to this point, now I heard about Laker Nation before I got here last year about how much of a family it is. And that is absolutely what I've seen this whole week, not only from the players, not only from the coaching staff, not only from the organization, but from everybody. Everybody that's here, this is really, truly, truly a family. And I know Kobe and Gianna and Vanessa and everybody, thank you guys from the bottom of their heart, as Kobe said. (laughs) 
Now, I know at some point we will have a memorial for Kobe, but I look at this, I look at this as a celebration tonight. This is, this is a celebration of the 20 years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the broken down body, the getting up, the sitting down, the everything, the countless hours, the determination to be as great as he could be. Tonight, we celebrate the kid that came here at 18 years of age, retired at 38, and became probably the best dad that we've seen over the last three years, man. Tonight is a celebration. Before we get to play, love y'all, man. Kobe is a brother to me, and from the time I was in high school to watching him afar, to getting this league at 18, watching him up close, all the battles that we had throughout my career, the one thing that we always shared is that determination to just want to win and just want to be great. And the fact that I'm here now means so much to me. I want to continue along with my teammates to continue his legacy, not only for this year, but as long as we can play the game of basketball that we love, because that's what Kobe Bryant will want. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother. Yeah, that was last night at the uh, Lakers-Portland game. Um, man, I don't even know how to come in after that. That was a, that was a moment. Um, yeah, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers podcast episode. What episode is this? 84. 84. Um, it's Chris Miner. Uh, what's up, Dalton? Yeah, I mean, it's Dalton, uh, Danny Phantom. That that right there has basically been this whole week. Pretty much. Right there, compiled into one thing. Um, it's been a very – it happened, like, right after we recorded our podcast. Yeah. Um, last week. We uh, we left here to go to Pegasus City Brewery. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, for my birthday, mm-hmm. um, Katie, Steph, uh, Diamond, Dalton, Shelby, Ryan, Ridge, Dev, uh, Diamond's friend. I can't, I can't remember her name right now, but um, we were all there just having a good time, laughing. And the crazy thing is what sticks out after all this had happened, we were playing – well, they were playing. I was pretty much already drunk. But we were playing – well, they were playing this game where – it was like a cornhole or whatever, but it was on the wall instead of it being on the ground. And I think Ryan was, I think Ryan made his first, like the first shot of the night. And when he, and when he did it, I remember yelling out Kobe as he did it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's tradition. Whenever, you know, somebody makes, uh, you know, paper ball shot on the court, 
on the hard on the on the on the hard top, whatever wherever you playing at, you know what I'm saying? That that first shot, those first couple shots you 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 take and make or take, you yelling out Kobe. We never yelled out Jordan. The new generation, they said they was gonna start yelling out Curry, but I think now that the tradition is definitely gonna carry on to the younger generation that we're yelling out Kobe every time we brick, every time we take a shot. Um what uh every time we make a shot, we're yelling Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Um after after we left the uh brewery, uh some of us went to Katie's house and we played dance dance with the kids and we drank and we laughed, a lot of laughs. Um, went to sleep, woke up, Katie made us breakfast, fire breakfast, by the way, Katie. Um I actually called her today and asked her how she get her got her egg so fluffy. She put milk in there, so I had to put some milk in mine. You know what I'm saying? And um, we uh, we were sitting at the dinner or the the table eating breakfast, and I was showing Diamond like random tweets on Twitter, just laughing. You know what I'm saying? Because I was pretty hungover. I was trying to beat that. You know what I'm saying? Because Steph brought like three or four bottles that night after we had already had a long night of drinking. And um, Zach FaceTimes me, and he had just got out. Uh, Zach got locked up, you know what I'm saying, for some charges. But we beat those, you know what I'm saying. My nigga standing up tall, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Zach, you know what I'm saying. We beat those, we beat those charges, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Zach FaceTimes me, let me see his face. Told me a wild jail story. I'll, I'll tell it later. But it's wild as fuck. Okay. Uh, um, but um, for him to only be in there one day, that's like, you wouldn't that you know, but anyways, um, so yeah, while I was on FaceTime with him, I remember he, he was like, I'll call you right back. I was like, okay. And then when he called back, we just started talking again. And he was like, Hey bro, they're saying Kobe died in a helicopter crash. I was like, Kobe who? I think that was everybody's yeah. react. Kobe who, bruh? Yeah. And he was like, Kobe Bryant. And so I told Katie and Diamond and Steph, I was like, yo, they're saying Kobe Bryant died, bro. So as we all do, because we all have phones and we all social media and trying to confirm the news, we take the Twitter and we're all saying, like, where's this? Oh, they're saying his whole family was on the helicopter. Yeah, Rick oh, they're Fox saying was on the Rick plane. Fox was on there. Um, they're saying uh, his daughter was on, like, what? Like, we don't know what to believe. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, bro, because I just know. I knew his daughter was on the helicopter from the moment they said it crashed because I knew Kobe only took that helicopter to games. Like, if he was just driving to go get something to eat or something, you know, you're not finna take a helicopter. He was taking his daughter to practice. But then you find out the parents, the other parents that were on the plane or the helicopter and their daughters were on the plane because they all go to the game together. This was routine for them. So, I mean, bro, just it took me – that was Sunday, so that would have been the 26th. It literally took me until the 28th, 29th for me to, like, actually shake back from the initial shock of Zach telling me that he died. Because once all the news start coming in, it's unbelievable at that point. Mm -hmm. But the shock of hearing those words, because everybody been saying this all week, like, Kobe, Kobe's our Jordan. Like, we didn't get to see Jordan play. I don't know, he's on the Wizards. But that don't really count. You know what I'm saying? We didn't see him in it. We saw Kobe from 17 to 37 you know what i'm saying 20 years in the game and in, 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 in purple and gold you know what i'm saying and played a lot all the best players played every best player you can imagine man 
All of them. The Celtics, the the Vince Carter, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, the Celtics, uh, Carmelo, AI, like LeBron, LeBron. When LeBron first came in, Dirk, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, bro. The list goes on and on. Like all the great uh, AI, uh, 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 Steve Nash. When Steve was on the when Steve was at Phoenix, um, he was at Phoenix after the Mavs, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Even when he was in Phoenix, he was still like no, he was balling out. Yeah, he was balling out in Phoenix. So I mean, Kobe was like our guy, bro, and it, and it, and it transcended basketball for 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 me. I can speak for myself because I'm not the biggest basketball fan. I remember the game I became a basketball fan. It was, it was Lakers game. It was when um, it was when they won their first championship, and it was and and I thank Kobe for this, and I never told my brother this because. We're so, uh, we're men and we don't really know how to like share emotions and stuff like that. But I remember he was watching the game and uh, I just walked in his room. And usually when I go in his room, get out, why are you in here? You know what I'm saying? But at that moment he was so into the game, I could actually sneak, you know, take a long time to sit down to see if he's going <laughs> to tell me to get out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't. He was so invested in that game. And he was going crazy for the Lakers, so I decided to go crazy for the Lakers because that's what my big brother was doing. And um, that's what made me – I can't really even say a basketball fan because I really don't watch any type of sports at all. I watch Kobe, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I went to Bryant Elementary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was naive as a kid. I was like, oh, this is Kobe school. I go to Kobe school. <laughs> yeah. The colors are similar. We was black and yellow, but, you know, he was purple and gold. But, you know, gold to me is yellow as a kid. It's not really too much of a diff- diff- difference between those two. But, um, yeah, man, Kobe. And then, like, come on. Like, just how he carried himself, his mentality. That's been going on a lot this week. That's been said a lot, the Mamba mentality, what mm-hmm. that means. Um, and his daughter, Gianna, bro, like, Watching all the tributes and all the players speak about his relationship with Gianna and how, you know, he was on, I think it was either, I've been watching Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon because they have the best interviews with Kobe, like on talk TV, daytime yeah. talk TV or whatever. Uh, so I don't remember which one he said this on, but I, I, I believe it was Kimmel. No, uh, yeah, it was Kimmel. And uh, he was talking about how people would come up to him and his daughter and be like, oh, man, you need another boy. You need a boy. You need a boy so he could keep the tradition going. You know, you're a baller and all that. And, and Gigi would be like, nah, I got this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to keep the tradition going. I'm that cold. And T-Mac was crying and talking about how they just came back from uh, their one of their AAU tournaments and how he was looking at her and he saw how similar her style of play was to Kobe's and everything. And I was just like, man, like, I can only imagine, bro. So this whole thing... And then my birthday was Monday, so like the official twenty four hours has started on the clock for everybody. Uh-huh. And um, I was trying to figure out like, do I want to do something today? Because I really didn't feel like doing anything. Because you know, I had family members that passed that meant a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, it's a difference between family members and your heroes to me. You know, of course, my parents are my heroes for what they did to me, so that's gonna affect me. You know, if not the same, the more than how Kobe affected me. But Kobe was a hero. Kobe was like, don't give up. You know what I'm saying? Even if they tell you not to take 
30 shots, take 35 shots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, believe in yourself. Like, the commercials, him jumping over the the uh, Aston Martin, him him uh, jumping over the pool of snakes, like, just all the torn Achilles. The, my favorite Kobe move, I don't know what team, when he, um, when he went behind the back, did the spin to the dunk. Yeah. <sighs> that nigga was cold, man. With the fro and ball, 81 points. like 8 and 24. And, and 8 and 24, uh, you know, his last game, 60-point uh, game. Nobody goes out like that in a blaze like that in glory. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember watching that game at Kamara's house. I want to say Shelby was there with us. We were all over there watching that game, bro. And me and Jonathan, I think Ridge was there. We were going fucking nuts. Talking running back and forth from the kitchen to the living room, every shot. Even when Snoop was doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? On the meme or whatever. Like, that was like, I had to, I, I actually had to hit Okamar the other day. And I thanked her for allowing us to witness that game in, in the way that we did. Because we're men, we're big, we're running around her little two-bedroom apartment. I mean, it was a townhome. So, like, it was still small. And me and Ridge are big. And we like chest bumping and all this shit. Like we at the you know somewhere. So I definitely thanked her for that because it was just that was a moment for everybody to see yeah. Kobe's last game. You know what I'm saying? And um, I want I want you know what I'm saying I don't want to take up. You know what I'm saying? I know you got <laughs> I know you got your memories too. I mean, I grew up a basketball fan. Right, like basketball was my fucking sport before right. I even got interested in anything else. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think. What's the biggest thing? Because you hit on a lot of it, but the biggest thing I know, like I know, he's a hero. But he, when something, someone is larger than life, think as Kobe, and then you get it randomly, like the news, like in a helicopter crash. Yeah, it you just can't process it because it's rest in peace. Kobe doesn't match like that sentence doesn't make sense. No, it still doesn't make sense to me. I think Max Kellerman said it like as someone is like indestructible as Kobe passing away, just we can't, we can't accept it. Like, because like I said, cause he was so large in life. He's fucking Kobe Bryant, yeah. like five time champion. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I, I told Jonathan, I was like, bro, Kobe would have knocked the pilot out and, and landed that helicopter. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of dude he was. And then once he landed the helicopter, he would have got out and brushed his shoulders off, made sure everybody good, and and, and and went on one of these talk shows to talk about how he landed a helicopter. Like, that's the type of, like, that shit's fucked up. Bro. It's Yeah, it's just, and then nine people, like, nine people total, like, passed away. It is, the whole situation just, it, it like, every time more news came out, it just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah. And then, the daughter part like really broke me because yeah. like that is like, because you start thinking about, you don't want to, but you start thinking about like, yo, what, like they shared their last moments together. Like that is heartbreaking. And now their family has to go on. Yeah. He without has three them. other daughters and, and a wife, wife um, parents, sisters. So um, it's just tough. And then, the reason it was also so unbelievable is because there was a lot of misinformation going oh, yeah. around. Because, which it was a shit show. Because someone leaked information TMZ, so they broke the story early before even his family had. A family chance. was yeah. like it was first. It wasn't even confirmed yet, right. and then two, like 
the family wasn't notified. They were just like, yeah, we got a story. Right. As TMZ does. Right. Fucking terrible as organization. The messy zone. Um, and then I was just, I was praying so bad that they, they would not get in Vanessa's space right. from all this. I, she doesn't owe us any explanation. She doesn't owe us, she doesn't owe us any kind of commentary from this. We don't need to see her grieving process. She should do that in private with her family, that we don't need to be a part of that. Right. I'm sure, I know she appreciates all the outpouring of love, but we don't need to be all up in her face. Like, how are you feeling? Like, we, what, what is going through your mind now? And she doesn't have to call ESP and them, give them a statement. She doesn't owe us anything right. on that regard. And I just want them to leave all the girls alone. All them alone. They're all the players. The Mamba team. Yeah. I want them to leave, get left all alone. They were at the game last night as well. Yeah, they set for a row. Um, I mean, this is going to be. Because they lost teammates and coaches. One, and the, friends. And coaches, friends. Yeah. The, uh, one, of the other, one of the ladies that was on the plane, not the uh, Antebelli lady, mm -hmm. but the other lady, she was one of their coaches as well. So, I mean, this shit runs so deep because it's a layered situation. You got little girls on the basketball team that lost teammates friends coaches parents uh heroes you know like it's just so layered and that's why i think the world literally stopped for that situation like yeah it it, it literally i've i if you could collectively say it, it's like a everybody held their breath like yeah it, it literally was a, yeah because we you didn't like it it was hard to process very like, bruh like it it literally made no sense it still doesn't make sense um it's just a pure tragedy i i can't i can't say that enough but um but i think people have done a great job of honoring the legacy they oh, left yeah. behind and then this mamba mentality like everybody want like it kind of like woke us up from right. the 20 like our the shit we've been going through like right this how this nation's going and we're all like, we're going to fight through this. Right. Like a, and then and like Kobe I never would. seen Twitter get that serious before. Yeah. Like it was like a collective, like no one was trying to make a stupid ass joke. Right. About the shit. So, you know, uh, I hope we continue to do that. Cause I, the, I see the fire in those basketball players eyes. Oh, right yeah. now. Like, oh, they're, yeah. like, I mean, you saw Kyrie go off. Dane went off last night and LA at the yeah. Staples Center. Yeah. He, I mean, he'd been on fire, high. but like, this is like lit a fire under everybody. Like we got to keep going. Like, Kobe would want us to keep going. Like, That's a so fact. We got to go extra hard. Kobe's one do. of those people that you, like, to me, like, you felt like y'all knew each other already. You know what I'm saying? I mean, his taste in music, like, I, who, was, who was it? Who was it? I can't remember what player it was, but they were talking about their phone conversations and what they would talk about. And he was like, rarely would it be. I think it was, I think it was Derek Fisher. I think he's, he was like, yeah, we would rarely talk about ball. We would talk about being fathers and Jay-Z lyrics. And when he said that, I was like, fuck, man. Like a regular, like, Kobe, you know. Yeah, outside of basketball, bro. He, he was, was a regular guy. Yeah, but. That had a lot of money, you know what I'm Yeah, saying? but he he still, he was still doing dad shit. Dad shit. Like, and after husband he, shit. After he, and then immediately after he retired, he found his next thing. He was getting into production of movies and things like won that. His first, won the Oscar, his first time at bat. For the animated film Dear Basketball, um, I saw uh, he was on uh, Fallon, and he was talking about like, yeah, I wrote these book, or I teamed up with this author who wrote this book, The Wizard, and it's about wizards that play basketball and how you gotta believe in yourself. And he wanted to turn that, and he wanted to take that on Broadway, and that your boy, he wanted your boy, 
Black Thought to write the music for it. Mm-hmm. Like I just watched that last night. So then I was like, man. And I, uh, the other night they were playing um, his last game on ESPN, I believe. Yeah, they re- they re- um, yeah. And I found, well, it's on YouTube if anybody want to go watch it. Um, it was the day at, uh, Kobe doing work, the uh, little documentary that Spike did, uh, him break it down play by play when they played the Spurs. And I believe this was right after – like a 60-point game he had. Mm-hmm. I don't think the 81-point game had come yet. If I, I might be mistaken. Don't kill me. I might be mistaken. But um, I was just watching that. Obviously, I've seen it before. But um, just to hear Kobe. And to be honest, like, Kobe was like a – at that point, he was a dad. And it, you could kind of hear as he was reflecting on the game because he was corny with, like, his commentary at some mm-hmm. points. And it was kind of like only he got the joke. That yeah. he was like saying, and I and I and I don't know. It just, it was good. Um, but my grieving process was literally trying to not get on Twitter because I knew how hard people was going go go for Kobe. It's Kobe. We all love Kobe. Like even if he killed your team, I don't know how many times he killed them. I know Red. Me and Rich was talking about. He was like, bro, every time Kobe played the Mavs, he killed us, bro. And I was like. I'm yeah. sure the Mavs got some wins on no, Kobe. No, they do. But, 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 and then the funny thing is, like, he's he's right. They, collectively, that was a bad matchup for us, but Dirk was still dropped 35 points right, on the boys. Right. But never forget, we swept them. That's one thing we got on them that one time. We swept yeah, them yeah, uh, yeah. To when we went to the but championship. But Kobe, collect, like, Kobe as himself, he killed the Mavs. They might have lost the game, but Kobe still was yeah, out there doing it. He was, uh, of course. He, yeah. I mean, Kobe's Kobe gone Kobe. Kobe gone Kobe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... Yeah, I'm just gonna keep pushing like 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 he like he would want. That's um, a fact. I mean, definitely. I just I really want I really want us to leave that family alone, right? Let them. Oh breathe. yeah, I think I think this this is the one time. You know. Well, I'll say this: with all the um, passings that's been going on, except for X Tentacion. Uh huh. Cause I feel like Twitter like bullied his now baby mother because yeah. they, that situation they had, which we don't have to speak on. But like you think about Mac and um, Juice World and uh, was it Peep? Little Peep passed as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Peep and um, Prince Michael. I didn't really see anybody trying to go at their families or anything. At least social media wise, I you know I remember I was talking to Diamond a long time ago. Um, and she was like, do you get all your news from Twitter? And I said, yeah, I do. And she was like, uh. she was kind of on the end about it because at that point when she asked me, like true journalism was still a thing. But I believe that Twitter and the media has a beautiful relationship because if the media, if Fox says some bullshit, Twitter going to let them know immediately. And then we're going to get the correct information immediately. You know what I'm saying? It's instant. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. So Denzel, I know everybody quotes, especially after all this shit storm, the actual media did for this, like uh, uh, people just butchered their jobs and people resurfaced that Denzel uh, little moment when he was basically like the media will do anything and say anything just to be first. There's a race to be first. But Again, I feel like Twitter will debunk. Twitter will get to the truth. If the truth is there, they will find it. And I do appreciate that about Twitter. So, um, 
I don't really remember why I started talking about the news. But yeah, we the me, like media journalists, they got to do better, not even just with this situation, like in general with at, with all the information that they put out. The we were only concerned about why the media would put like a mugshot of a black victim up, but like a white person they they got their Family. their cap and gown and all that shit, but they're the ones who just killed somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It started there, but it needs to evolve into the point to where we get these journalists to actually do like true journalist journalistic work because that information is needed for the mat like we need that shit. Like even I was watching news the other day and they were talking about the coronavirus, which we will touch on later, but just the fact that, you know, there's a patient in Parkland right now that they will neither confirm nor deny if this person has the virus because they don't want to put that information out until it's confirmed, like that he got it after he's done a testing, which is how you're supposed to do shit. Yeah. So we could take a uh, anything from the medical field. They're not going to say some shit that's going to send the whole fucking state of Texas into a frenzy. You know what I'm saying? They're going to do their job correctly. And I think the media needs to take heed in that as well. Um, TMZ should definitely be fine, if not by the Bryant family or the Antebelli family or the Pilots family or the other coaches' family, then the the the, the California the least the police department. Somebody they need there needs to be some consequences for their action. Yeah, because though you do have the freedom of speech, you know what I'm saying. Integrity still has to be a part of that. You can't just say whatever you want to say because you know you have the power to say it and you know nothing's going to happen to you because you have your First Amendment rights. Like if you like what you told me to tell Zach about the def defamation, right? Mm -hmm. You definitely like you said Rick Fox was on that plane, man. You sent his whole family into a, a tidal wave of just sorrow and shock and disbelief. Not his immediate family that knows like, oh, my dad's right upstairs or whatever. I'm talking about the cousins that live in bumfuck. Texas or wherever the fuck. Yeah, or his you know friends. Like, oh, shit. Or his Let me call yeah. Rick. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you got to do better, bro. Gots to do better on every front of that media shit, bro. But we're all in this together. I know this was – it was tough for everybody, so. Very. And I'm glad we're all together. I, I don't think I told that many people I love them in a long time. I got a lot of birthday wishes, which I want to say, you know – on our platform, I am very grateful for all the birthday wishes that I received. Some people I haven't talked to in years. Some people that, you know, we only talk when there's business involved. Some people, you know, um, some exes, all that. You know, one of my exes didn't hit me up, which I felt like that was petty. But we're going to let her be, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, um, I do appreciate all the birthday wishes. Um and I also want to take this moment to, um, while we got this platform, to shout out to uh, my Aunt May. Um, her birthday was yesterday, but she's no longer with us. Um, and uh, she's part of the reason why, if you really, really, truly know the essence of me, not like what I put on display for all y'all, she's a big reason why I am the way I am, why I have the type of heart that I have. And um, she was a militant, a militant lady, man. You can't go nowhere till your homework done. You got to make your bed type shit that, you know, I could get away with at home. I couldn't get away with with her. And I appreciate her for that. And uh, I just wanted to uh, tell her happy belated. And my cousin Carlos, which is her son, who is also no longer with us. Um, his birthday is actually on my birthday. And um, I just wanted to acknowledge him to the world. You know what I'm saying? All our listeners are 2,500 monthly listeners. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, happy birthday to them. And uh, my pop's birthday, like I said, was on the 31st, which was yesterday. So we um, finna, you know what I'm saying, do a little razzle-dazzle at the crib. I got some cooking to do after the pod. Um, today is Diamond's birthday, so shout out to Diamond. You know what I'm saying? You already know. We all love you. And uh, I hope you're having fun out there in L.A. By the time you hear this, you probably will be back home. Maybe. I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah. So it's been a trying week for us all. But, you know, um, we all um, we all pull together when we need to, which I can appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no need for all the Avengers to be at the Avenger Tower in case we go under attack. And they all caught us slipping, you know what I'm saying? We only assemble when needed, you dig? And uh, we did that on my birthday. We all went to Genghis Grill. I appreciate that because I know a lot of people had to shake and move to get there. And uh, we did that. So shout out to everybody that was there. Uh, I want to send my condolences to uh, Jaleesa and her family. You know what I'm saying? They're dealing with some tough times. I'm not going to put all that information out there, but condolences to her and her family. Ryan, stay strong. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying? You got those broad shoulders. You know what I'm saying? We need to get back in the gym. You know what I'm saying? We need to do this album cover photo, which, by the way, since we stumbled into that, Jesse, shout out to Jesse. He made my vision come true with the edits of the video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We uh and shout out to Pegasus City Brewery for doing the video or as letting always. us do the videos yeah. there as always. We partner with them a lot. And um uh the uh, single will be out this Friday, right? February seventh. Yeah. February seventh. The album will be out February fourteenth. And uh I'll just hope y'all uh like it and enjoy it. I mean, I'm not like rapping y'all's heads off or anything, but trust me, I got one on there for y'all that want me to rap rap. It's short and sweet. It's short and sweet. I'm really just trying to get through a breakup. So I'm just trying to get all my thoughts out there. You know what I'm saying? All of them. I produced the whole thing. Which is why it's on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's why it's on Valentine's Day. Because it's about love and Um, the right turns, the wrong turns. Yeah, but the video and song will be out on Friday. Yes. Both scheduled at midnight. So they should be up on all streaming services and the video release on YouTube. Yep. And of course, we're gonna go on that DJ Khaled promotion, gorilla, gorilla tactic, uh, promotion time. Yeah, once shit. I wake up, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we going, we going ham. Uh, I didn't want to. Uh, if y'all paid attention, I know um, there was a few albums that dropped this week, and a um, couple local artists dropped. Brandon and his cousin Matt Swagnew. That's they right. just dropped their cousin's, cousin's EP. Yeah, their cousin's EP. Now you have to search. It doesn't come up under Re- Bree Anderson though, or Matt. What's it called? River Porter is the name. River Porter. Yeah. Okay. River Porter. Search River Porter. John Doe dropped his uh, uh, album. Obsidian. Obsidian. Um, You know what I'm saying? Uh, I haven't checked out either projects, but Dalton has, and he's told me they're good. Yeah. I I mean, I heard Brandon's uh, weeks ago. He sent it to me, but uh, John's was fresh for me. So, yeah. I'm uh I'm gonna definitely check both those albums out because we a missed the listening party, guys. yeah. Yeah, we missed that. Uh, I was aware. I think we were aware of it, but I don't know. Something happened that day. I don't remember what we had to do. Something that day though. It was yeah, probably a lot going on. Um, but anyways, uh, congratulations to both those guys. But uh, we're gonna start all our promotions, even for Chris Avelli, which is my first album that we dropped in 2014. We're gonna start actually pushing all this stuff next week. I kind of wanted to give well, this, everybody it'll space. Be this week, yeah, yeah, this week. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, I wanted to kind of give everybody space to get all yeah, this stuff did, out. Yeah, it didn't really kind of feel right to be like 
Hey, listen I know you're sad, but listen to my podcast because people were doing that. Yeah, like they're listen to my like, album. Yeah. like on posts, like hey, check out this my makeup line or like yeah. tutorials and shit. not saying that about our our guys or anything. You know, when albums, if you in case you don't know, like Dalton said, you kind of nowadays you have to schedule. Uh, when the album drops because when you upload it it could take anywhere from seven like what seven to ten business days for the album to upload yeah that's just that's just if it nothing goes wrong right then they can do like a manual review if they need to like double check something right if something doesn't add like work on their shit so uh i'm more than sure john and brandon's projects have been up on the on the sites ready to drop the day that they dropped so you know kobe's passing or Anything that has been effective or detrimental in anybody's life happened prior to their knowledge of it happening, obviously. So it's just the people that use situations like those. Yeah, they try to, to, they try to cash in on You know them. what I'm saying? Which, again, I do not believe that is what our friends try to do. I'm just no, saying. No, for, no, 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 no. For once it happened, though, I wasn't going to go out of my way to post stuff about, you know, our business or whatever. Yeah. But um, back to normal now. Back to normal. We, uh, by the way, um, all the tributes and stuff has been beautiful about Kobe. And, a lot of good uh, artwork. GG, I, like. I, we, uh, I changed my Twitter. I did I, as I, well. I printed out uh, one of them. It's on my wall at work. Really? Yeah. The yeah. one where they're both well, they have the halos and then it's the basketball in the sky. Right. Yeah, I got that yeah, one. Yeah, that's fine. While we're on sports, though, let's talk about. Well, since we're on Kobe and sports, let's talk about this all-star game tribute that they're trying to pull off okay um you have the article in front of you right yeah i've just pulled it up i gotta find it online give me a second Where is that shit at? Oh, okay i got it all right so kobe bryant's final jersey number will be something this year uh, uh something uh will be something this year's nba all-stars pay pay uh play to reach the NBA announced major changes to the All-Star format on Thursday, turning every quarter into a mini game for charity before an untimed final quarter with a target score that will decide which team wins. Scores will be reset back to zero at the start of the second and third quarters, then restored to the beginning uh, to begin the fourth quarter. That's where the tribute to Bryant and the number 24 jersey he wore for the last decade of his NBA career comes into play. The team that wins the All-Star game will be the first to reach a target score determined by the total points. The team in the lead score and the first three quarters combined plus 24, the obvious nod to Bryant. Such a weird... I. Only reason why I was fucking it up because my brain's trying to process what are they doing. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> see how confusing it was, though? It's yeah. very confusing. Um, I like the charity thing, right? But they could have made this so much more simple with the numbers twenty four and eight. Yeah, and two at that. You know, what yeah. Saying? I mean, I know one team is wearing two, two, and another one's wearing twenty four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, two was a uh, Gigi's uh, jersey number, right? For those um, yeah, they could have done something else like eight minute quarters or the like twenty four like. But I don't know. This is a weird way to do it. Um, we're just going to have to see what it looks like in motion, I guess. On yeah. paper, it sounds a, like a nightmare. Because uh, the score is reset to zero and they tally it up. 
it's it's really it's a really strange format. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I'm just gonna have to watch it, Chris. I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> it's I really mean, strange. It's, it's it's a nice gesture, but it could have been much much simpler, like 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 uh, Dalton said here. So um, there was another uh, All Star um, kerfuffle, if you will. Uh, which I'm not too uh, up on, but apparently Bradley Bill has been having a, a terrific season, and he wasn't named an All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he didn't make the uh, the reserve team. Um, and his, I guess, his fiance had some words to say. I mean, I have it here in front of me, but all in all, she just feels she said like it, it's, it's it's becoming a joke. Yeah, it's politics and it's a joke. It is. Uh, the NBA is becoming laughable in her honest opinion. Which, I mean, it is though. We, it's a popularity thing because yeah. So the first round is voted by us, right? The fans. So the most popular players get voted in. Mm-hmm. So which is why Giannis, Luca, and LeBron had the highest votes, right? Because the fans voted. The reserves get voted in by the coaches. So, um, they'll pick, you know, because there's a lot of snubs. Bradley Beal's one. Devin Booker didn't make it. Yeah, and right. he's been he's Bally. been ice water forever. Right. Um, John Morant didn't make the All-Star game, which is fucking crazy. Oh, no, that is. He cold. That's the rookie for the Grizzlies who've been fucking icing everybody. Okay. Oh, okay. He got the... Uh... He got the fro thing going on. Yeah, he got it? okay, like the dreaded fro mm-hmm. thing. Okay, yeah, skinny dude, small dude, very skinny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he is a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely my rookie of the year. Mm. If you know, it but, comes to it, yeah, bro. He, but he's been balling. Didn't make the All Star game. Right. So I mean, it is, it is what it is. Context. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. we know Bradley Bill can ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish they didn't take it so. Serious, like, like, yeah. So seriously, yeah. It doesn't. But you gotta also think. I mean, but I guess when you're on the Wizards, that's all you got to look forward to is All Star game. So John Wall's out, right? Yeah, he tore he tore his Achilles. Yeah, he hasn't played a game. Let's yeah. See. yeah. So I don't know why he's still playing in Washington. To be honest with you, but a lot a of these guys, like we said about, um, dang, it's just loyalty at that point, like. <sighs> Didn't John Wall buy like the whole squad those Rolexes like a few years ago? Or was that was that Dame that did that? I think it was John. I think it was John Wall that bought them dudes on them Rolexes. But anyways, it's like loyalty. It's their team. Like you going to go somewhere else and be on somebody else's team as far as like who's the head plate, like who's the top dog of that group, or you want to be the top dog of your own. Or you group. can just go to a solid team, like the Pacers or something. Yeah, I guess. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I bet you did. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, so we kind of talked about it in our group chat yesterday. Well, I guess we can go ahead and say what? it publicly. Uh, the Super Bowl predictions. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Sunday. yeah. So the Super Bowl will be over by the time this episode comes out. Right. It'll So uh, we'll see if we were right or not. But um, I just feel, and this is just me because I'm like the the devil's advocate. All y'all went with Kansas City. So in my mind, Murphy's Law plays a part. So you, San Francisco is going to win. You want to do services? Yeah, but that's just how that. That's just how my mind right. works. But I, I, I believe in Kansas City. But no. but I can explain. <laughs> Please break it why down. Why I think, and also why I want them to win. Right, break it down. I have a couple. Re- so yeah, we he asked 
who do y'all think is gonna win? And pretty much everybody, everybody said Kansas, Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, fuck, uh, oh boy, What's Nick Bosa. Name? Yeah, Nick Bosa. Um, yeah, Chris didn't know Nick Bosa said some like stupid questionable Outlander racist shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we we educated him now. He's on the train. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck Nick, Nick Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. Now, not discrediting in his play, he's a good player, but him as a person, yeah, he fuck sucks. him. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah, <laughs> boo this man. <laughs> He um, tweeted a picture, or it said "Legends" with a picture of Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan. Come on, man, that's yeah. all you need to know. And he called Colin Kaepernick a clown. Yeah, come on, he man. He called his teammate an N-word before, and he played on. Colin played on for San Francisco. Like, yeah, there's, even worse. There's, yeah, there's no, no low loyalty with this guy here. All right, but um, yeah. So I do think Kansas City's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, from the fact that, so San Francisco's main thing, right? Is their defense. That's what they have used all season. Their defense has been killer, right? It's mm-hmm. been killing like like no one can basically that they their front seven sacks you like crazy. They get they get after you. Like they're they're fast, they're young. Um that's a strong team, uh, defense wise. Now their offense, they got Jimmy G. They got a really good tight end. But their Jimmy Garoppolo is not like a crazy quarterback, right? He's mm-hmm. a very safe quarterback, so he'll mm-hmm. make safe throws, make safe plays. So he'll score some points. Um, however, they don't score like the Chiefs score. Right. They, they, got, Pat, they got Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah, so Mahomes. 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 That okay. motherfucker is a bad man. All right. Right. <laughs> he won MVP last year. Don't forget. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, he won MVP last year. He's a... His arm is a cannon. He can throw in all these crazy ass ways. I don't know if you saw the run he did where he ran. Hey, dog, he like body like he will run through you and like he'll he's a good ass player. Okay. Um, so I think no matter as long as the Chiefs can stop San Francisco from scoring, all San Francisco do is try to limit what the Chiefs do. I mean, if so instead of putting up 45 points, they put up 27 mm. like that means the san francisco has to catch up i think it's gonna be like a 27 to 17 type of game mm. um right. so we'll see but i and then andy reed has been to the super bowl twice he went twice with the eagles and lost both of them so he's been but he's never won right. so i want the coach to win one right um and i want patrick to win it uh you know i know cowboys fan wants kansas city to win because if if the uh, 49ers win a Super Bowl, then they'll be at six. So they'll be above. They'll be the third team to have more rings than the Cowboys. The Cowboys are no longer. <laughs> they've already jumped out of third place in the Super Bowl wins. So hmm. they'll be in fourth place at that point. Funny enough, I looked up a um, a study because my my dad, you know, my dad was talking shit right. because I put up a picture of Luke and then Greg Olson. Because uh, Luke retired, and then Greg Olson basically said he's not going to be returning. Like they said, oh, they're mutually going to part ways. Right. So I put both like "thank you" on the wall, and he was like, "Why the fuck do you got this shit on your wall?" Um, and he had, and he said, "Eagles fans were the worst fans on the planet, right?" Mm-hmm. So I was like, "I was like, Dad, let me look this up for you." So I actually looked it up. There was a study done in um, November of two, last year. It was just done of, in November. Um, they compiled the most annoying fan bases, <laughs> regardless of sport, that that bug other people the most, right? So the most annoying fans of any of any sport 
any sport. I'm talking about globally. This is a global. It's Cowboys. No, oh. but I'll, I'll 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 get there. So this is the order it went in. So first was and this is strictly talking about the fans, uh-huh. not the players. The fans, right? So first was the Patriots. Worst fans. They they said they people collectively hated the the Patriots fans the most. Okay. Um, but my thing with Patriots fans, yeah, they are obnoxious. I mean, but they, they if you've been to Boston, Boston people are very obnoxious anyway. Oh yeah. But I've they can back it up. Party. They can back it up. Yeah. Because I mean, he's won six by himself. Yeah. So I don't. Why? Why wouldn't I talk shit? Right. Right. But anyway. So second, one sec. Yeah. While we're talking about football, Bridge just texted me. He said he just dapped up Zeke. He came into the store. Ezekiel Elliott. What store? I guess the store he work at. The Louis. Oh, the the oh the watch store, right? Hublot. I think he was. I thought he was at Louis. He. Did, I thought he works at a watch store. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he worked, he came into Hublot and Zeke was there. Zeke Bridge was working. Zeke walked in and dapped him up. Uh, I bet. I told him never to wash his hand. I bet Ridge nutted his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah, he jizzed a little tell, bit. Tell Ridge I said, hey, ask him when they're going to Super Bowl. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll text him. <laughs> <laughs> he going to re- reply with some stupid shit, but. um, Oh, yeah, so back to the Annoya fans thing, which Ridge is about to prove my point in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just texted him. Um. So, yeah, Patriots were first. Second place, you're not going to like this, was Lakers fans. Ah, oh, fuck y'all, man. Okay, that makes sense, though. Uh, third place uh-huh. is hilarious. It just says City of Boston. That, facts. For the rest of the sports. Right. It, it, says, it literally just said City of Boston. No, that's a fact. Beth it, said hello, everyone. She's uh, an avid listener. Oh, okay. Hey, and then... um. Fourth place, Cowboys. That's actually lower than I thought. I thought they were going to be number one. But of all sports. So, like, you had Patriots were number one on any list I looked at. Patriots were number one? Yeah. That's because niggas hating, and they they tie to their teams. Exactly. That's why they irk everybody. Right, right, right. Because they – But the Cowboys is actually – Rich said, Dalton think he a comedian, huh? See? (laughs) See, Cowboys fans can dish it, but it can't take it. That's the thing I'm talking about. That's what really irks me about Cowboys fans. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Ridge had a swell time with that. But um, no, I I definitely thought I knew Boston would be high. Yeah, and I knew the Cowboys would be. I thought the Cowboys would be higher. No, that's pretty high. I mean, for yeah, all over all sports. Yeah, yeah but I'm talking like top three. Yeah, and if it's just NFL, they're second. Right. But that was all sports because I, I, it was a breakdown of all. You could do NBA, NFL. Right. I picked all sports because I want to see where they are in the full spectrum. Right. They're they're even further ahead than Eagles and then like soccer fans. Like they're literally the soccer above. fans aren't really annoying though, bro. What? That's a the the most popular sport on the planet. Yeah, I know, but like, I never seen them be like, oh, bro. They they play for their country. That's like a real big deal. Yeah, it's like the army. Or so they're above like. that. Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, but if it's looking at NFL, they're second. But if you're playing for your country, who are you anno- annoying to, though? Not your countrymen. Yeah, other fans. I don't really. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. 
That's, I can I can I can see a more individual. That's like, what that's what the study was. You're I understand. who has the most annoying fan base. I understand. I mean, even even Skip Bayless said that yeah, we're overbearing. Like he knows Cowboy fans are overbearing. He knows this. Oh, the drip Bayless. He knows. He he said I'm a part of it because they were like, who is the most annoying fan base? He's like, I'm a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and all the delusion and denial. That's crazy. It's cra- like he's really a senile old man because all the shit he talk about LeBron, with all the love he gives the Cowboys, one wins a lot. The other one doesn't win at all. It's just crazy. It's crazy. He's senile, but I love him. I love him. It's my turn to talk. Yeah, he was I've never boy. seen him. Get- <laughs> <laughs> he, he was devastated, man. Bro, what was that for? What was Because the- they, basically the Cowboys did make the playoffs. Oh. So – Get, uh, uh, Shannon gets guy. under his skin, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think anybody would get under his skin more than Stephen A. But damn, Shannon, because really. he's a he's a goon, yeah. so he he'll get you like for sure. Come on now, skip, skip, skip. Um, yeah, shout out to Shannon Sharp though. But Stephen A. is my guy. He's my guy, man. I love Stephen A. Stephen A.'s up there, and this is gonna sound like. He's the ultimate cowboy troll, too. Oh, yeah. I love Stephen A. But he's up there to me, and it's just to me. He up there with Bernie. He up there with Martin to me. Like, like comedy-wise? Because his commentary, bro. I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know that black guy. I know a black guy like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, I, and he made a point like that. He said, I am the American dream. Yeah. You could be a Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I, like, bro, he up there to with them to me. Like, I don't, I don't consider Stephen A. <laughs> I don't consider him sports a sports commentary. guy. I, I like they. This guy is just somewhere talking about sports. Man, he's hilarious. Like no matter, even when he decides to get on, his his tone gets lowered, and he does. Uh, now I I hate to inform you that yeah. he was on crack. Yeah, come <laughs> on, bro. Come on, bro. Stay off the weed. Yo, yo, I, I can tell right there. You don't know basketball. You don't know basketball. I love Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, God forbid, bro, because I, like, look, bro, that's going to hurt. Oh, God, Stephen A needs to be around for as long as he can, bro. I love that nigga, They overwork his ass, though. He does, like, every sport. Yeah. And him and Joe Rogan got into, like, a little beef because Stephen A commentated that uh, that Conor McGregor fight that he just had against Cowboy or whatever. And Joe Rogan's basically was like, Stephen A doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He has no reason to be in here doing MMA, blah, blah, blah. But ESPN sent him over there. To, Max Kellerman probably would have been a better fit since Max he, does he started, boxing. He started with boxing, yeah. Yeah, but it's Stephen A, man. Everybody know, everybody knows Stephen A. Yeah, he's one of the most popular. He, and he's reaching out to more. He's talking to more people who probably don't watch MMA yeah. because it's on ESPN. And, and MMA keeps getting bigger. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. Of course, you go send in, send in your senior analyst. This goes back to that question you asked me last week. I said Joe Rogan does some questionable shit. Yeah, he does. I, I, I don't see I don't see attacking Stephen A for doing his job like that. I know I know MMA means everything to that's Joe like Rogan if, and shit. That, that's if he was making like a secondary comment on Twitter, like man, he can't do that. Like, or what do you know about? No, he did it on the pod though. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I'm saying you know, I would you could say that Stephen A if he was talking after the fact. Right, right, right. But like he. They were just there commentating. Like, yeah. Oh, we hit him on the right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was like post game yeah. fight as well. That's what they were. Um. That's at least that's the part that I saw that everybody yeah. was talking about. Um. What is Rich telling you? Oh, nothing. This is. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh but moving right along i mean we got a lot to shit we got a lot of shit bro um oh since we're still on sports because i think this is my last sports one we talked about Riley bill correct yeah um so if y'all know damon westbrook has some epic battles over the last what two years Mm -hmm. like epic yeah um they put the runaway song slow motion when dame hit that shot and did did the 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 bye-bye the look when all his team jump on you know they had some epic ass battles but um just the other day um uh damian lillard and westbrook hugged you know after their game and uh they you know, Dame tweeted or Instagram his post said, you know, uh, they confuse competing with hate when it's ruthless versus ruthless. It's respect. And it was his first triple-double was against Rush. Mm. And uh, I just thought that was dope. Like, they're not like mortal em- uh, enemies nah. or anything. It's just the hunger that they have. They, you know, to me, uh, Dame, to be honest, I know this is going to because I don't really know basketball, but persona-wise, you know, you know, Westbrook is just Dame with a box. You know what I'm saying? To me, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. virtually I see them as the same type of person is what I'm getting at. Okay. I know I know I Westbrook is a little okay. bit more flamboyant. He dances. Dame a little more serious, more, more suave. He's a rapper. But that that their competitiveness on the court, I see them being the same person. Like the same the same are you the same beast and a different animal? Like yeah. that's what I see uh, with them. Westbrook's more chauvinistic for sure. Yes. All right. Westbrook will get on the nerves before Dame will. Oh yeah, facts, facts, big facts, big facts. Um, I agree. Uh, no, Westbrook's biggest enemy is um, Patrick Beverly. That's who they they hate each other. Oh, they really hate each they, other. They, they do okay. not like each other. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, that's the thing you got to understand is like. Yeah, you go like when you on the court, you're not you're not friends right now. You battling, you playing basketball, bro. Just right. like AI and Kobe. Yeah, come on, they had they had some epic. battles. I didn't bro. realize like when uh, Melo was in uh, Denver, how hard he went at Kobe. They they were posting those videos yeah, Car- like Melo was going at Kobe, bro. I almost wanted to be like, hey, get off that, get off that, dick, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Dog, Carmelo in Denver was a different animal. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he went. To- he went to the Western Conference Finals, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Ryan said like Carmelo's his favorite player, and I didn't understand that. I knew Carmelo was cold, but I didn't know how cold. He yeah, was. if you didn't watch him in Denver, then you probably don't know. Yeah, but I like, watched a couple games. Remember him AI and AI there. played together. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. I remember yeah. that time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what a weird time. Well, it was a wild time back then, bro. We had Steve Francis play up, play with uh, playing Orlando. That was wild. You know too. something that is universal across basketball, like the basketball world is how Kobe and Michael both hated Kwame Brown. Oh yeah. But he was such a bust. I saw somebody, there's a book somebody wrote about Kwame or Kwame is probably probably about his life. I don't know, but it's called something like from a boy to a man or some shit like that. And the guy defended Kwame Brown. I've never seen this. Like miles was the first person to ever mention Kwame Brown to me. And I didn't know because he used to fuck with Kwame and called Kwame Kwame Brown because they had the same name or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah, you'd only know him if you like really watch basketball because right, he was a bust. But um the the guy was saying on Twitter basically like the NBA failed him because he was so young and they didn't really show him the ropes or anything. And he, he the only reason why he took the job was because he needed the money for his family. So like basketball probably wasn't really his passion, but you played with two of the greatest players of all time, and they wanted to win, and you were harboring them for that. So, 
of course, everybody's going to see that and call you a bust or whatever. But I don't know. I, I never seen him play, so I don't know. Nah, he was a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get this straight, bro. He was a bust. Uh, uh, okay, moving right along. Moving right along. Uh, I don't know where I want to go after this. You want to get this virus shit out the way? So we don't have to end on a sour note? Yeah, <laughs> we can start. The corona coronavirus death uh, toll rises to 213. I think last week we said it was like 170. Yeah, and it's also um, has reached more continents now. Yeah, it's like as it spreads. There's a, there was a regions. case in Japan. Mm-hmm. There was a, there's been some cases here. Yeah. Um, Chinese authorities reported 213 deaths and over 9,100 confirmed cases. The virus has now spread to every region in the mainland China. At least 19 other territories outside of mainland uh, China reported confirmed cases of the virus. Who uh, WHO, which I guess is a like a like a acronym for something because it's all capital. WHO, yeah, Worldwide Health Organization, maybe. Okay, probably. Uh, declared the virus was a public health emergency of international concern. Strict biosecurity measures have been put in place in parts of the world. Several countries, including the U.S., Australia, Japan, and India, are evacuating their citizens from Wuhan. Yeah. So it was serious. Cause, and then yesterday, I think, yes, the, yeah, yesterday was the, the last date you can get on a flight. Now flights are locked down on a, like in and out of China. Hey. And there was people posting like what they're like, cause they, they're quarantined. So they're, if you're in a, like, you can't leave your house. Right. And then groceries have to be delivered to you. You can't go, go out and get them. Get yeah, them they, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's like dead serious. Yeah. And those th- poor people, bro, they're like in the middle of all this shit. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do. Like yeah. there was a, a guy, I watched the whole thing. I think it was last week or maybe actually it was earlier this week. Cause it was in the midst of all the Kobe, you yeah. know, uh, tributes. It was a guy over there in China. Mm-hmm. He had the mask on and he recorded. So the tweet said, like, this guy risked his life to get this message out. So y'all should watch it. So of course, he was speaking in his, you know, dialect native or tongue, whatever, yeah. native tongue. But they had to. So basically, he was saying, like, let me ask you a couple of questions. Now, a few, just a few weeks ago, everybody was out wearing no mask. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's wearing masks. The government did not tell us what was going on. They said everything was fine. Only now are they telling us to wear masks. And then it was like a two-part video. I'm sure it was longer than that, but there was only two parts posted to Twitter. But basically, it's, it made it, he alluded to the government fucking them over. Of course. and um, it's, gov- it's government warfare. You know, they can't leave their homes. Mm-hmm. And how he was saying, like, what if you have a sick per- uh, a person who has asthma or is getting ready to give birth, but we can't leave? Like, how we, what are we supposed to do in those situations? Uh, he was asking the correct questions. And uh, I just really feel for that, bro, because I couldn't imagine. I remember a, a few years back, maybe like 20, 2012, 2013, when I don't know what was going on in the world at that time, but I remember hearing a lot of talk about martial law. I don't remember why, though, but I remember hearing a lot of talk about that. And I was just thinking back on that moment and being like, though it's a little different, it's still the same. Like, what if these niggas just really just came and told us we couldn't leave this little area that we were all, you know what I'm saying, after all the freedoms and liberties that we have here in America? It's it's a tough thing to think about when you – and that's just, uh, that's just scratching the surface of what these people are having to deal with out there. So 
I was just, you know, just. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely government warfare. It's part population control. Yeah. Because they're overcrowded. They also they already limit the amount of kids you can have. Yeah. Um. It's a lot of stuff, man. Like, and like I said, I don't like I want to speak too much about their culture because I'm not in it. Right. But um, it's definitely part of it, bro. Um. Now, uh, I talked to Aaron's wife, my cousin Aaron. His wife is a nurse. Mm-hmm. Was a nurse. She's a a stay at home mom now, but. So she was t- telling me more about the virus itself. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, what it was was re- it causes like respiratory failure and mm-hmm. um, well, we, breathing we, problems. Well, we. But she said the the scariest part is it causes organ failures. So people's kidneys are failing. People's like mm. organs are like that's so that's really hurting kids and elderly people whose whose immune uh, system ca- whose like organs can't reproduce that quick. Right. Um, because the kids aren't developed yet, and the old people, they, it's too old. Right. So that's why it's causing such an issue. Because now you can't breathe, and also your like your liver or kidney is running out on you. See, that was the thing. Because uh, <clears throat> uh, somebody on Twitter, obviously, because that's where I got my news from. Like I said, at the beginning of the show, um, they tweeted a can of Lysol, and the, they bought the can of Lysol prior to the coronavirus. And it says coronavirus. Yeah, so this isn't new. But it's a blanket term. Right. Yeah, for the com- a common cold. Yeah, because uh, the Simpsons even had, they they pre- yeah, predicted. But, yeah, but the, yeah, it's just a blanket term. But so they don't have a classification to what this coronavirus is, but it is a coronavirus because it has the yeah. same symptoms right. as those. But now it's causing organ failure. And then they had the first case of non-contact uh someone who had non-contact with somebody with the virus contacted it so now they're like oh shit now is it airborne elevated to like yeah like now you can get it from breathing it in because now most of it was like through i touch a doorknob and then now um because that doorknob is basically like the worst place right that guess everybody touches that so right i mean uh, it's definitely scary. Um, we got to like be very vigilant and careful uh, going forward. Uh, them stopping the flights will help, but we got to do something here yeah. as we're working on it and the other countries. No, my mom said it'll take like even it, they don't have a vaccination for it right now. Even the vaccination would take like a year or two before they can even make it for this. Mm-hmm. Like. It's going to take a while. So, they, I, I don't know, bro. This, I guess the best thing to do if you're, you know, feeling any type of way, like Jaleesa, she went to the uh, doctors uh, earlier this week because she was feeling sick. Just go, you know, like don't wait because we don't know. Clearly, if you start feeling any type of anything, it's better to go as soon as you feel it than to wait until, oh, I know I got a fever. Because once you know you have a fever, that means something else is probably working in the midst too. Like, you never know. Like that old saying, like, if uh, uh, if you see one roast, then there's like 100 in the wall or some shit. It's like the same type of <laughs> same type of thinking to me, logically. If once something, once you're, you get a fever, then something else is in the midst. And you got to figure that shit out before it's too late. So I urge everybody to go to the doctor as soon as they get any type of symptoms. I know a lot of people health insurance and all that shit, man, but I'd rather be struggling paying that paying that doctor's bill than have my family struggling and give me a funeral. So food for thought. Now, this is for my alcoholics. I came across this article the other day 
and it blew my mind away. Cause I don't know if I'm going to stop drinking, but I am a little, I am a little, I am a little concerned, right? So basically, this article is saying like drinking every day, which I don't do, but drinking every day causes your brain to um, shrink, right? Shrink quicker than uh, quicker than those who do not drink every day, right? So, and by that, they're saying basically like uh, that the study found drinkers who like a pint of beer or a glass of wine every day show more signs their vital organ is shrinking. Researchers look. Uh, looked at the brain scans from thousands of, I don't know what that word, aged between 45 and 81 and compared it with their drinking habits. For every extra gram of alcohol consumed per day, participants' brain were 0.02 years older, the equivalent of a day and a half. An old brain would show more signs of deterioration than the brain of an average person the same age in scans. That's scary. You be tell me if I drink every day, my brain is gonna be two, three years, two, three days older, bruh. Fuck out of here. I I don't know though. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta think, when you drink, your speech gets your vision gets impaired, your speech gets slurred. Yep. So the alcohol is definitely affecting your brain, but we don't think about the long term of that because you go home and pop some BC or you know, take some BC powder or Tylenol, whatever you got to do, go to sleep, eat some greasy food, and you kind of back. Here, let me <laughs> let me talk about this. Okay. Because you're a drinker. Yeah. So you're going to be like, I don't believe it. I like my whiskey. Yeah. Wells. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, Al oh, Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, no. Okay. See, I have a different respect for this. Okay. My dad was an alcoholic. Right. Y'all are alcoholics. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Okay. Okay. I'm borderline. Anything can push me over the edge, though. Uh, Until me drinking every okay, day. Okay, I'll say this: you drinking. You love you love drinking, right? But if you didn't drink, you're not gonna be like, "Oh God, I'm gonna die." Right. That's right. how my dad was. My yeah. dad was literally like freak out if he didn't have alcohol. Right. Um. So I've seen it, and then I'm a very casual drinker. I drink, um, at certain events. Sometimes I won't drink at all. I'll just be like, I'll just get a tea or something. Right. Um. But the thing that's always boggled my mind about alcohol in general is this shit's not fun. Like when you like when you're drunk, like I'm the one I'm watching you motherfuckers <laughs> as you're drunk. Right. Some of y'all get fucking retarded. Yeah. Like and y'all do dumb ass shit, falling all over the ground, throwing up. Yeah. Then the next day you're like, oh, I feel like shit. But then you'll do it fucking again. It's fucking crazy. It's it's literally that is you know that's the definition of insanity. Yeah. That you yeah. do the same if you have a result you don't like it but you do it again. Yeah. That's literally the definition of sanity. Which that's what's killing me about alcohol. I got drunk one time and I will never do it again. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> once you once you break it down because, like that, because no one can ever explain it to me why they're just like ah, you know, it's fun. Like, but like, what what is fun about it? Like getting, I, I get the part where you're like chilling with friends, having a good drink. Right. Um, I don't mind that because you're just like, hey, you know, oh, this is a good whiskey, man. We're, you know, then you get a little loose after one or two drinks. I'm talking about when you get sloppy drunk. What is fun about that? People get loose. That, but that's, the, that's exa exactly it. People try to get loose. And but once see, they get loose, uh, which is what I told uh, uh, Liz last night, like, yo, you don't have to keep drinking in order to feel like you got to keep up with somebody or to oh, feel like. you told somebody this? I did. Gross. But, but, but <laughs> that's because. 
you know, she's a she's a woman, and I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Me personally, you're not gonna take your own advice. No, <laughs> see, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Damn. at the end of the day, you know, I know my limit. I know if I'm finna go all the way, then you know, I haven't went all the way in a very long time. Yeah, you don't. So here's the thing about Chris. Chris doesn't throw up. No. Chris, well, Chris doesn't throw up. I got sick before your birthday, but I think that was that McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't throw up though. No, nah, um, I haven't been all the way in a very he'll, long. He'll time. get body aches and headaches. Yeah, but that's that's really where it goes. And that really showing my age. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that shit's trash. Yeah, but um, I do like to drink. I got a bottle yeah. of Ciroc at the crib and a bottle of Crown. See, I don't finna go partake. I don't. I don't mind drinking, but you know me. Like once I'm loose, I'm like, cool. I'm good. I'll I'll drink water. Or but something. see, I think that's that's the point we missed. All right, so you drink and you got to the point of being loose. All right, mm. now I'm good. Now I can move my shoulders in this shit. My shoulders in it now. So I'm drunk, but then it goes away. I'm not drunk. And then y'all got an hour until the bar closed. I'm finna go get back to what you go above and beyond. I think that's people's problem. I don't think people, I don't think the majority goes out planning to get fucked up. I think, because what you gotta start. People gotta, literally say, tonight we're gonna get fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's always like the thing, but like, Usually when you say it, it never happens. And if you force yourself to do it. Y'all me, motherfuckers. <laughs> I never, bro, when the last time I was like, the video shoot, I was pretty drunk. Like, I was pretty drunk at the video shoot. But I wasn't Ryan like, gets drunk in three sips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that, you know, Jonathan can't handle his liquor. Okay, that's a different, that's a whole different <laughs> level. We're not even going to bring that up. That could be a whole episode of like Jonathan on alcohol. Yeah, Jonathan can't, he's so small, bro. Like it hits him instantly. Like he cannot. Ridge handle. turns into, it literally turns retarded. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. No, you know what I'm talking about. He literally doesn't make sense. Yeah. And he'd be falling all over the place. His Justin Bieber hair fall down. We, <laughs> we don't know what's going on with this motherfucker. Yeah, he turns into a totally different person. I'm just saying, I want y'all to, look, if you drink responsibly. Because, oh, yeah, facts. Look, because if I have the control to do it, y'all can do it too. It's anybody can do it. Yeah, anybody can do it. Because I have that with anything. Though, like, with gambling, I could be like, okay, I'm good. Shit to get off the pot. Yeah, I mean, I I know when it's time to let get off the horse, man. Yeah. that Drinking, like... I, I, but just know, there's always someone sober like me in the bar looking at you like, oh, shit, here we go, and laughing at you. Well, yeah, nine times out of ten, but, you know... I, I just feel like it's one of those things where the drunkenness starts to wear off and then you go back for more and then you just over you under or you uh, you underestimate how these drinks are going to hit you because just because you don't feel it the same, the drink is still in your system. Oh, yeah. So but see me, I always I'm like I have two and I'm usually good after that. I don't I don't ever go, go crazy. Two. Yeah. Now, I, if it's beer, I'll, I might if it's depending on the size, I'll probably get a third one. Yeah, because it's just beer. But uh, yeah, I'll be. I, and I, drinks are expensive. I'm a guy. I got to pay for them. I don't yeah. get free drinks like yeah. ladies. Yeah, facts. We got free drinks at Applebee's one time, but that was because the waitress was fucking with us. Like, she fucked with us or whatever. But uh, all in all, like Dawson said, drink responsibly. And that doesn't always mean... And drink water as well. Yeah. You get dehydrated very, very fast. Oh, yeah. Every time I drink, I get dehydrated. Every time. It, gotta, don't, it don't matter. Got to drink water, man. Um. And drinking responsibly doesn't just mean not driving. It's like what Dalton said. Oh, yeah, please. Know your limit as well. Yeah. Like when you're there, because this is a crazy, it's an evil world we live in. There's so much shit going on, bro. And these guys seem to not have any thought process 
about respecting women. Really, this PSA for women. I want y'all to be, I'm not saying, like, not have fun. I'm not trying to tell y'all what to do. But as a guy who loves women, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all creeds. Please go in a group. Go in a group, man. Stay together. Have one person who's like me. Be the DD. Katie's (laughs) always the DD for when her and her friends go out, which is so responsible. I want to get Katie drunk just once because I want her to have fun. Well, you ain't got to get drunk to have fun, but I want her to experience it. You know what I'm saying? Just so she know. Come to this side. Yeah. You're the dark side, Come bro. on, one time. But, um, yeah, I just want all the women to be safe, man. I don't really care about these dudes out here like that. You can hold y'all on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but all the women need to all the women need to be safe out here, man. Facts. Um, uh, he's uh, basically saying he singles ladies. Hit his DMs. Pretty much. Uh, he's worried about you. Yeah. Let him know you're worried about him too. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day is right. His album comes out that day. Oh, come on, man. So if you want to show his love, you know, show listen to his album 14 times. Let me see some titties. <laughs> <laughs> that went to a different direction. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I be a just, pervert. Yeah, I was just, I was just joking. Jesus just Christ. Joking. I was just joking. Pornhub's so, free. I'm, bro. I, <sighs> Premium's free right now. I, uh,. <laughs> I didn't about ran my phone, the the protective layer of the glass. <laughs> yeah. I thought, boy, that shit thin, scrolling through my shit. This isn't it. This isn't it. This ain't uh, the one. Uh, oh, it's only two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, need, I need that five minute. You know what I'm saying? X-Videos is my friend. I found my new favorite porn star as well. But she does a lot of stuff I don't like. So I'm trying to like pick through her shit. Why is she your favorite? Because she look good. <laughs> Do you want to shout her out or? Nah. Or you want nobody to get on your plug? Yeah, I don't want nobody to find out my plug, but I found the plug though. Trust me, she just she just does some stuff I don't like. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, not like that though. There's, okay. <laughs> there's only like uh, there's uh, it's a that's an episode or uh, uh, that's a thing for another episode. All right, because uh, sounds good. I'm trying to honor Kobe. That's okay. not the mama mentality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, where do you want to go after this though? Where are we at on the time? We're at hour 16, so we about yeah. to get wrap it up in just a second. Uh, we got it. He's, it's his father's birthday celebration night. Yeah. I'm going to get him home. Yeah, 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 yeah. My time. man turned 64 Nintendo, you dig? Um, man, you should got a Nintendo 64 shirt. That would be sick. It's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late. That's a good idea, though. Where can I find one, like, right now? Probably Target, huh? I think Target, Target had one, but yeah. I don't know if they still have it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm try to run Target and grab that. Um, matter of fact, I'll just send her on a mission. Who, Katie? Nah, Corn. Oh, okay. Hey, go to Target real quick. See <laughs> if they got a Nintendo 64 shirt. He could be like, what is it? <laughs> he bought us one. Shit, he should know. How you spell it? Nintendo 64. You don't know how to spell Nintendo. <laughs> Y'all, I'm so glad Chris is back in school, guys. You don't know, I have no idea, bro. This one calls and tells me he's doing homework. I feel like a proud father. I'm like, oh, my God, he's doing homework. Like math homework. He's doing, like, normal shit. Yeah, they took us all the way back to the basics. He think of doing fractions and shit. <sighs> uh, Man. Mixed numbers, mixed fractions. He's writing the essay shit. right now. Yeah. Uh, did you read it? I, yeah, your two paragraphs. Hey, it's a work in progress. Okay? No shit is a work in progress. That shit's that's an intro. Hi, I'm Chris. Yeah, this is my friend Jonathan. That's basically what you're saying. Oh, welcome <laughs> to my TED talk. Yeah. Uh, so let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. that must that Mason Puffy thing. I mean, we are pretty much that kind of ties into the Khalees thing too, though. You want to just go there? 
Yeah, we can end on that. All right, I let's guess since it, it's music related. Yeah. All right. So we haven't really talked about music. All right. So for y'all, they're who, they're both interesting in their own ways. Um, Mace wrote a lot. I'm going to like paraphrase, but uh, let's just say. All right, the the Grammys. So yeah, Diddy made a, a speech at, at the, the Grammys. at the Grammys saying like, well, it was the pre dinner for the Grammys, right? Basically saying like, hey, Grammys, y'all y'all haven't evolved your system like to account for Black people like uh, these urban categories. You don't like give us you barely give us awards. Like we're only good for rap. Yeah. Basically, um, he basically said you got a year to get it right. Is basically what he told him. Yeah, um, and you know he's speaking out for like All artist right. equality and shit. Yeah. Which so, people were praising him for. Right. So Mace to, wrote an Instagram. Now, I I do want to say, I do want to preface this also. Um, when I read it, I still didn't feel any malice in his voice, like nah. in his tone for how he's writing it. Nah, nah. Um, it was just kind of like, hey, practice what you preach. Yeah. Um, from a preacher of all things. Well, so whatever he is. We don't know what he is, but he uh, was a preacher. So I'm going to just read a little excerpt here. Yeah. Uh, R RSVP Mace, that's his IG. He said at Diddy, I heard your hashtag Grammy speech about how you are now for the artists and about how artists must take back control. So I'll be the first to take that initiative. Also, before we ask of other ethnicities to do right by uh, uh, to do us right, we should do us as Black people better, especially the uh, creators. I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artists. And to that, my response is, if you want to see change, you make change today by, by starting with yourself. Your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely starved your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain that icon award and the iconic bad boy on the iconic bad boy label. For example, you still got my publishing from 24 years ago in which you gave me 20K which makes me never want to work with you as an, as any artist wouldn't after you know someone is robbing you and tarnishing your name when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model. However, people would always ask, what's up with Mace? So I would be forced to still perform and not look crazy when I was getting peanuts and the robbery would continue. So he's basically telling, like Dawn said, practice what you preach. You know what I'm saying? Um and and before we ask white people to do us better, let's black people do us better first. And, you know. And the thing with he, he was talking about, he goes on to further say, like, basically he didn't like his publishing thing was not like did he barely paid him scraps in publishing? Right, is what it was. Um, and then he said he offered Diddy two two million for his publishing back. But Diddy told him like, if you can't match what these white guys are giving me, then you get it back. When you turn fifty, when the when your publishing reverts back to the sole proprietor, so right. Um, now, I'm not going to defend Diddy because Diddy's always had some skeptical things about his business practices. Right. We've known this because um, we heard about. I remember. I remember uh, Biggie's daughter said something about it, and then she deleted the post, but she brought it up at one point, saying like. How her his family doesn't get anything right. from his stuff, which is a definite problem. Right. Um. Uh. Now, I do want to say, um, if you don't know the history of like Mace situation, uh, why Mace and Cameron have beef 
It's for this exact same situation. I just thought Mace got signed and he just kind of like disregarded Cam. Yeah, but he tried to he tried to come back and do song like he tried to do us like songs with Cam, but and then he was like trying to overcharge mm. for the stuff. So that being Cam who he is didn't fuck with that shit, right? So yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, I, and I know it's hard when you're you're you know you're young and then somebody comes up to you and is like, "Yo, here's fifty thousand dollars to start with. Here you go, and I'm gonna give you a chain as well. Like you're part of the team." So what you say, and you're young, so you're like, yo, this is more money than I've ever seen, like at one time, like 50 grand at once. And then I'm about to go on tour with Bad Boy, with Biggie, like I'm about to do all this crazy shit. Hell yeah, sign me up. Didn't didn't read anything, right? So um, that's, the, that's really hard when you're kind of representing yourself. Like you don't right. go in with like a team and kind of like... A real lawyer, to, not your homie. Because regardless if you fuck with the person or not, you still have to read after the shit. Like, because it's music. It's grimy. The the big stuff is all the back end stuff. Yeah, he can give me 100K now, but this song could go crazy. Right. Because uh, ASAP Ferg, what was the, the producer, right? Um, uh, for Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. For shopping, right? Yeah, he didn't get paid shit, right? Right. Because they told him it was going to be a mixtape. Right. So he didn't get no he didn't get no royalties from that shit. Yeah. And that was a huge song. Yeah. So, like, that's the shit. Because t- he was going off the strength. Like, oh, ASAP, you my man. It's like, here you go. I thought he was beat, whatever. It's on a mixtape? Cool. They paid him, but it was only like 100 bucks. Yeah, I'm saying up front. Like, he got his upfront money. Yeah, and then he had to split that 100 with the co-producer. Right. So, I'm saying, like, that... Because if people don't know, like, it, it trickles down like crazy. Like, you have this, this, that, and the third all attached to you. So, um, that's why I think it's very important to have representation come in with you. Don't ever go into a meeting alone um, without, you know, like, okay, cool. S- send me the contract. Don't sign immediately. Let me see it. How long can I? Do you got 24 hours? Cool. My lawyer's going to look at through it. Lawyer will break it down to you. Oh, basically, he's saying you're getting 5% of your publishing back. What? 5%? Right. What you mean? Like, so... That's where you negotiate. So it it also... Khalees brought up a story as well about the Neptunes. Um, uh, she was told that uh, they were going to split the whole... What song was this for? Uh, the, not a song. Uh, this, uh, the, was was it the album? I think it was the whole album. Okay. Like her whole career. Like everything they did, they were going to split 33, 33, and 33. Okay. We didn't do, she says. Instead, she says she was blatantly lied lied to and tricked, pointing specifically to the Neptunes and their management and their lawyers and all that stuff. As a result, she she says she made nothing from sales of her first two albums, which were produced by the Neptunes. But she did not notice for a few years because she was making money from touring. And just the fact that I wasn't poor felt like enough, she says. She sighs. The argument is, well, you signed it. I'm like, yeah, I signed what I was told, and I was too young and stupid to double-check it. Pharrell and Hugo did not respond to the repeated request to comment, and they were your friends, so you trusted them. I said, yeah, it's amazing. She shrugs. So Pharrell and Chad was like, but Pharrell and Chad got fucked too, I felt like. So, I mean, that whoever signed them initially, everybody got yeah, the, the clips. Like, Yeah, because it – who knows what like shuffled on the like who wrote that stuff out yeah right and then 
they bank on you not reading it. And then when, I mean, because I feel like Star Trek started with Arista and then they went to Interscope. Yeah. Once they got the Interscope, I feel like business probably was much, much better. But starting out and then Pharrell, I, I can kind of see why, you know, the label did Khalees like that. It don't even have to be Khalees. It could have been me. It's happened to numerous people. Yeah, so. if I'm signed to Pharrell and Chad and they're making all the beats, I'm basically showcasing their talent. It's not me showcasing my talent. Right. I'm showcasing what the Neptunes could do mm-hmm. for a, a, a male rapper or a female rapper or a singer or whatever the case. So I kind of could, in that position, a production deal like that, you're usually going to be just showcasing that producer off so you can then. If you do a whole album get, with like it. Like Polo to Don and Rich Boy or Carrie Hilson, like they were really showing what was in Polo's bag, not how well Rich Boy could rap, which was, you know, we love Rich Boy here at the Step Brothers Podcast. Yo, that, his album is fire. His first album is phenomenal. Now, Carrie Hilson's first two albums, and are she was all over phenom- that bitch. Yeah, Carrie Hilson was on this, so it's but it, it's it's a well crafted album. But that yeah. was because the it fits so well with he the producers knew what to do yeah. with Rich Boy, yeah, which is kind of what happened there. Now it's back to what I said. She even said it. I was young, I didn't I didn't read it. I signed it though and because they're my friends and I trusted them, right. So it's still music. I get that your friends still read that shit. Yeah, facts. Because cause they might not have drafted that contract. Yeah. Or Arista could have did it. Right, but you still got to read that shit. Like, I know you, you're trying to like, oh, I'm, 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 I want to I wanna do this. I want to get this out the way. Yeah. I don't say nothing but a day. Hey, uh, could you come read this contract for me? All right, let's do it. All right, give me 24 hours. I'm going to get my lawyer to read this. Right. They'll start being like, oh, okay, well, because uh, then they don't want you to have ne- negotiation. They don't want you to have any power. The ball's in their court when they control the conversation. Right. So um, I think, I, honestly, I think kids these days have kind of got a little bit smarter with it. Um, to be honest with you, because I know some, like Blueface was, is, a, is a retard. We know this already. And then when Lil Yachty didn't know if he owned his publishing, that was a that was a moment. But I'm talking about like, you see all these people now like um, that are coming out, kind of knowing about all the stuff that's been going on in the music, and they kind of like taking the independent route. You know, what I'm saying they're getting sponsored by other things instead of getting signed signing label deals and things like that, because they know that's what happens. They've seen it happen to their peers and. Uh, so it sucks that people have had to fall beforehand to learn, but that is how we learn, right? We learn from others' failures that mm-hmm. we don't repeat them. It's just like with our parents. We we work and improve on what our parents did so we could become better parents, so on and so forth. I'm not going to end on a bad note. So we're going to save this for next podcast. Oh, something happened? Well, it just they just investigated a bit on the helicopter Oh, okay. Yeah, let's not bring that up. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save that for the next pod. Um, on a brighter note, though, um, we I'm still getting married. Yeah, you're still getting married. <laughs> that's still happening. That's still, we just left going to get your suit. I I, I, I I had a, my first meeting with the suit company. I like them, so I'm gonna probably get a custom suit made. Shelby found a dress. Yeah, congratulations. I wish we had an applause. I guess you could drop a bomb. Yeah, I'm not telling you where our wedding's at. I'm sorry, but 
I don't want random people to see. Can you them. tell them the price of the first dress though? Oh yeah, sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, me and Shelby were looking at, she's been looking at dresses for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically since I proposed, she's been looking at dresses. Um, so the dresses she'd be bringing me back were pretty normal price wedding. Now wedding gowns are expensive. Let's just get that out of the way already. Okay. We know this. Most of them are between a thousand and two thousand dollars normally. That's the one she was looking at beforehand. She was looking at one thousand, two thousand dollar ones. So out of nowhere, she goes to this appointment. She comes home, she's like, Babe, I found a dress and I look fucking fantastic in it. She's getting co signs from everybody else. They're like, Yeah, you look great in it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Everybody loved it. So I said, Cool, I think we found it. Then I said, What's the price? Do you got you know how much that dress was, guys? Forty one hundred dollars. Four thousand one hundred dollars. I told her, Oh no. Nah. No, nah, we're not doing that. So she comes home and tries to convince me that oh, we could put eighty percent down and then pay twenty percent later. I said, No. We're still paying forty four thousand one hundred dollars for a dress. We can use that money elsewhere. And I'm and I'm glad we did that because now she found the real dress. $3,900. And it's $1,600. So we're way better. We're in the level that we thought. And I'm okay paying that because, uh, you know, that's what we do. Um, and now we can use that extra money for other shit for the wedding. But yeah. So that's moving along. That's fun. We're here. We're doing it. Um, more updates to come as they come on that. Yeah, man. Um I can't wait for this wedding, man, because by then, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to have my little big shine afro going on, and my 5 o'clock shadow going to be, you know, probably about 5.15. You're going to be more fit, too. going to be more fit. It's going to be, it's going to be, <laughs> how'd you, how'd you, how, you she's going to the gym now, too. Uh, Shelby? Yeah, she's going to train with her friend, Taylor. Oh, that's what's up. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. That's uh. She's trying to get that hot girl summer body ready to go. Oh, God. Well, you know what that means. We got to hit this gym, dog. You, me, and Ryan. Got to get in that bitch. Nah, I'm dad bod all day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dad bod for life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I feel you. Hey. Who needs abs? When you got the fluff. When I got a big wallet. Hey. You thought I was going to say dick. (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) The way it just abruptly cuts off. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man. Uh, In these um, times, you know what I'm saying? Call your loved ones. Call your call your call your boys. Call the call the hot girls. Uh, yeah. Whatever you call them. Let's. I'm gonna end on this note. No, oh, go ahead. This is more for the men. All right. Stop being afraid to show your fucking emotions. Yeah, facts. It's okay to love your friends. It's okay to say you love somebody. Yeah. It's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay to do whatever you want. Your emotions are yours. Don't ever feel bad for how you feel. Okay. Yeah. Indeed. If you miss your girlfriend, tell her that shit. Okay. It's not. It's not fucking pansy to do so i miss you i miss you today it's not bad to do that i'm not missing nobody no i miss i miss i miss y'all i'll just decide don is 100 percent correct yeah. man uh he he told me i think on my birthday he was like no more no more daps man it's all hugs and uh i was like yeah dudes are so afraid to hug each other yeah no nah, fuck that shit man I think I, I hug- kissed Don on the cheek before. I, I, yeah, you have. Uh, <laughs> I hug Juwan every time I see him, man. Yeah, man. We got to start doing that, man. We love y'all, man. You know I'm still not hugging Jonathan, though. But yeah, that's, that'd be weird. 
Jonathan's not the type of dude you can because a hug's gonna turn into him giving you some like spiritual motivational yeah. speech in your ear. Yeah, while, he's gonna while, grab your shoulder yeah. and then point at you in the face and be like Ephesians six twelve, <laughs> Corinthians and God. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like Jonathan. We're at Bassett Robbins getting ice cream. Yeah, Relax. good. Get off me, man. <laughs> Every time Jonathan puts his head on my shoulder, I look at his head. I never look at him. Yeah, I'm like nigga, if you don't get your <laughs> head off of me. <laughs> you know, I thought about the other day too before we closed when we was uh, leaving Gang's Grill. He was telling us that story of Jawan and uh, his dad. And he was like, You hear me? Crystal? Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Hey, call Jawan real quick. See if he answers. All right. Do uh, you have his number? I, I, I believe I do. Yep. Okay. Let's see if he answers. Crystal? Because they're two hours behind. I don't know what he's doing right now. He always be in like practice and shit. My shit's only coming out of one ear. Yeah, it's mono, bro. It's phone. Oh. <laughs> Start I'll give him one more. Wait one second. Nah, if you don't answer, you don't answer. It's not bothering. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Cool. He's not there. Um, because I wanted him to say it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Crystal? Yeah, that's real shit all day. Hold on. I'll, let me see something right quick. What? Oh, let's see. Don't say nothing. Calling my dad. Oh, <laughs> I thought it would have been funny. I was gonna start asking a bunch of questions because uh, all my friends try to do his voice, and y'all are pretty good at it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, ain't nothing like the real thing. No, of course not. Good. <laughs> I'm never calling my dad on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you go. You guys. Hello. Hi. Hey, did y'all uh, did y'all already go to the store? Yeah. Uh, all right. No, nah, I was just gonna ask y'all to grab a few things, but I'm finna leave the uh, podcast. I'll just come home and grab the card from one of y'all. We've been to three stores. Y'all went to three stores. Yeah. Oh wow! I can hear the frustration in your voice. So I'll let you go. I'll see you in a little bit. Uh, All right. Well. <laughs> That was cool. Because he's, he's not going to know he was on this. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man. Um, I got shit I need to go do. We'll be back next week with more stories and more horries. And then uh, new Chris shit next week. So. Oh, yeah. Cool. New Chris shit. Y'all let me know, man. You know what I'm saying? I just did a little something. A little something. You know what I'm saying? Something took your fancy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah. This is a great, this is a great episode. This yeah, is great. Fun. I like how we we did we did this one. Okay, <laughs> we did this. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. All right, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.